traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. What's up, guys? Before we get this going, we want to tell you about a company we're working with called Hemp Lucid. Hemp Lucid are supporters of this show. They provide full-spectrum CBD products in various forms like tinctures, topicals, edibles, and more. These health products interact with your body's endocannabinoid system. This system is responsible for regulating many processes in your body, including your immune response, sleep, mood, and even pain. So there's many reasons to try CBD oil. So if you didn't know already, this company is producing some of the highest quality CBD products out there. And patriots all over this great country of ours are trying it and loving it. You can try Hemp Lucid today at HempLucid.com and get 20% off at checkout with discount code PARDON. That's HempLucid.com and get 20% off with the discount code PARDON. I've been tracking Sasquatches for 25 years. Pardon my American global awakening to the new world order. Pardon my American artificial intelligence Pardon my American. Do you believe in UFOs? Yes, sir. Extraterrestrial. You're listening to Pardon My American. Greg, what's happening, man? What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode. Chris, how you doing, man? Uh, what's up? You caught me in the middle of a drink. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, dude. Yeah, you know, hey, we got an excellent show for you guys today. It's going to be awesome. Before we get started, you guys go to pardonmyamerican.com, sign up, put in your email. Uh, so just in case we go down, because IG, Instagram, not looking so good. We'll see what happens. Yeah, they removed some stuff today. Yeah, so, so we're getting some warnings. Uh, go sign up on our backup account, uh, Pardon My American Backup, on Instagram. Check us out on our backup YouTube. I mean, everywhere we got backups. So yep. it just happens, you know. But website. Yes. Go to the website. Go to the website. That's our main hub. And if you like our stuff, sharing is caring. Showing is growing. Yeah. So we got a rad guest on. Yes, we do. I'm super excited. I was just watching the live feed and I'm riled. Yeah. I'm, I'm stoked for this. We're, we're pumped. We're getting ready. And it's going to be an awesome show. Who so do we, who do we got? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Young Pharaoh to Pardon My American. Young Pharaoh, welcome to the show, man. Thank you very much. You know what I want to tell you guys? I appreciate both of you guys, actually. Um, I have tuned into you guys on Instagram. I actually watched you guys' show, podcast. So I was actually excited, you know, when I was afforded the opportunity to come on. So I'm actually very happy to be here. Much love to this platform. I love genuinely real and authentic people. So, Likewise. you know, I'm appreciative once again to be here. And this will be a very fantastic show. And I want to give everybody my disclaimer now. Excuse the sweat marks that you see on me. I just was going crazy <laughs> on the live stream on my personal channel. So that was kind of my pregame. So I'm coming in. This is already second quarter right here. Dude, we love it. We love it. We love it when you get amped up. And you know what? We're ready. Yeah, we're man. ready. We're ready to dive into this. Uh, for for those who are unfamiliar with your work, do you want to kind of describe yourself and describe where you're coming from and, and what you're trying to do? Yes, sir. Um 
to give a professional description of myself initially, I would consider myself a polymath. For people who may not be familiar with what a polymath may be, a polymath is, we know poly means many, you know, to just give you guys the definition. A polymath is a multi-diverse version of a monomath. A monomath is a person who obtains a top 1% level of intelligence in one area of academics. A polymath is a person who obtains a top 1% elite level of intelligence in many subject matters uh, involving academics. So I would consider myself a modern day polymathic genius. That would be my professional description. If we was just, you know, shooting the stuff and we just had a barbecue, I would tell you that I'm a self-educated black guy. <laughs> I read a lot of books. Uh, I realized that I used to make stupid ass decisions with my life. And um, I started to make positive decisions. I've been to prison. Um, I bring that up not to glorify it, but to let people know that is where I transitioned into becoming what I would say as a man. I went to prison, a, a young, a young teenage minded black person. And I came out a man. That is why I learned the importance of things don't always go your way, but the way you carry yourself will be the way that people treat you. Uh, that is why I learned the importance of discipline. I think everybody needs to stress discipline more, you know, at the individual levels that we are in life. You don't have to become a Buddhist monk, but you should have some form of discipline, you know, about yourself. And discipline comes from thinking about things before you do them, whether it's before you say something, whether it's before you act, whether it's before you sit down, whether it's before you make a facial expression, because the law of cause and effect is real and you can't control the way that people perceive you if you're not controlling the way that you are wishing to be perceived. And the only way you can control your being is through discipline. So I bring up prison because I know a lot of people want to say you're a very disciplined young man. You know, you have a, a demeanor about you that somebody 30 or 40 would have. How did you get it? And I tell people prison. As much as the ugliest, ugly of, excuse me, as ugly of a place that it may be, it took my discipline level from 10% to 110%. Hmm. Well, yeah, no, I, I say it all the time. You're only 26, right? 27. 27. But still, yes, sir. you have the knowledge of many, many lives. So it is, <laughs> it's very, uh, it's, it's, you know, I appreciate listening to everything you say. So it's, it's, fun, yeah, the, the work you do is awesome, man. You speak the truth. I think a lot of people, I mean, obviously you got a great following. I mean, people listen to you. They love what you say. And I think it's just, it's another voice that needs to be heard. And especially with yeah. everything that's going on with censorship and everything that's happening in the community that we're in, you know, we need everybody to come together at a time like this. Yeah. So I do want to ask you though, <clears throat> you know, we did a live yes, uh, election you know, night thing. And yeah. it, you know, obviously it didn't end. So we just had to kind of shut off. But the past couple of days, it's been a roller coaster, man. It's been a roller coaster. Like I'm mentally tired, but I, I think we're all standing strong. I mean, we're not phased by any of this. I think it's part of the, you know, what needs to get done. Right. Yeah. What is your take on this, man? Like how we kind of expected this, but I'm sure you expected this too, right? I mean, well, I've expected this because I believe the term, conspiracy theorists has yet to be, you know, translated into profit. I believe everybody who has been called conspiracy theorists should be properly called profits. And the reason I say that is because we pay attention to real life. And a profit is just somebody who tells you the future. And the only way you can know the future is if you're paying attention to what's going on now. If I see somebody driving at 200 miles per hour, I can prophesize that they're probably going to crash and die if they don't slow down. So, 
when it comes to the government, I've just simply been paying attention. I've never like, for example, I'm probably getting ready to shock a lot of white people right now. Uh -oh. <laughs> I don't watch sports. I don't watch, watch basketball. Okay. If you ask me right now what a point guard is, I honestly couldn't tell you. But I'm from the black community. My thing is, my entire life, I have always listened to the part of myself that said, pay attention to the real world. Don't get caught up in, you know, TV and music and just bull crap. So I preserve the part of my psyche, which is able to focus on reality. And doing so all of these years, it made it easier for me to cope with the deep state because indirectly I have been following them all my life. I just didn't realize how you, how, or excuse me, I didn't specifically realize the depth of what it was I was following. And so now that we're at this point and I have years of research through just paying attention for years to these entities, and not only did I expect this, I kind of know where this is going. And I realized that Donald Trump was chosen because he's the only one on the frequency psychologically to do what he's able to do. For one, he's intelligent. For two, he knows how to run a business. He knows how to run a corporation specifically. For three, he knows how to perform what you call the hostile takeover of a corporation. Donald Trump is the only man qualified to defeat evil attorneys because that is what we're up against. The deep state is basically a bunch of evil attorneys who decided to gangbang on this country, <laughs> just to keep it simple. It's like us three. If we all go to law school and learn the law, and then we decide to use the law for our own evil game, the only person who could stop us would be somebody who's familiar with that realm. So I understand exactly where we are. I understand exactly why Donald Trump is the only one qualified to do exactly what he's doing. My biggest issue is the people who like to go to the circus and they don't realize that they're being entertained by clowns and what's dangerous or, or what could potentially be dangerous is black America. And, and, and what my real, not fear, but what my real um, acknowledgement is, is that black people may be so brainwashed that they can be used as pawns to try to destroy this country. So what I want to do is I want to be able to say, Hey, you know, because I can, as you can see right now, I can properly articulate myself and, you know, express myself in a in a comfortable manner. But on my personal platform, I carry myself in a certain manner because I want to attract that type of black person so that they can see, hey, I come from where you come from. My life is guaranteed. I guarantee you my life has been 20 times higher than yours. And look at look at where I'm at mentally. And you should be here, too, because if not, you'll be used as a pawn to create a national war unnecessary. So my main thing is I'm looking at it as Donald Trump is draining his swamp. He's putting all of his chess pieces in, in place to stop political corruption, but it doesn't end there. The next thing we're going to need is we're going to need a citizen to say, Hey, don't go crazy because you have an incorrect belief system. So I feel like, when it comes to this election, for everybody who doesn't know, Donald Trump uh, watermarked, the, watermarked those ballots or the organic ballots with traceable technology. So all of the ballots that were burned, thrown out, cast aside, 
or, you know, not properly handled, they are being found and they are being introduced into court. The reason you introduce things into court is so that they can become public record and people can see the corruption for themselves. I respect everything Donald Trump is doing. But what I want white America to realize is you have a person who's been asleep. And not only have they been asleep, they've been having a nightmare. And just like anybody that you wake up from a nightmare, they might wake up swinging. So you got a lot of black people who, you know, and I'm black. I don't want people to think I'm cooning, but I have to just call it wrong. You got a lot of black people that's stupid as hell. And they watch too much BET. They watch too much Love and Hip Hop. They just not really in the real world. They're, they're, they're undergoing what we call psychosis, which is when you have nerve damage so severe, you don't have a psychological or emotional grasp on reality. So we got a lot of people that think Cardi B is something you should inspire to be. We got a lot of people that think rappers. Go ahead. Yeah, to be fair, there's a lot of white people that are dumb as fuck, too. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, we a lot. That's true. That, that's true. But, what you, but what white people don't have in their heart is the ideology of being oppressed. So it's, it's one yeah. thing to be a dummy, and it's another thing to be a dummy who got vengeance in their heart. So you got a lot of people that's walking around who feel like slavery happened and I want some revenge. Yeah. You got a lot of people that feel like police brutality happened and I want some revenge. Mm -hmm. So my thing is to say, hey, that shit did and was happening, but it's the people that you're supporting that you should be mad at not these people that are over here minding their goddamn business. And so what I want black people to realize is do not become a toy soldier for your enemy because you allowed your enemy to convince you to fight your ally. And that is why I go hard. That is why I keep my door open to interact with gentlemen like yourself. So that way I can carry myself out of my community and they can see for themselves. Damn, what I thought was is not what I really thought. Well, I have a question. So I, I watched your video from a couple days ago, and it was awesome. But you um, you were saying that you do not want to be a slave, right? That's I, I remember you saying that. And I know you're saying that you guys, there's an oppression that you have, right? Yes, sir. Do you think that what's happening right now is another form of slavery? I mean, like just the way that they're using entertainment to keep people locked down, that they're kind of keeping people distracted. I mean, is that an issue with the culture? Yes, sir. Well, you're talking to the right guy about being enslaved because according to the 13th Amendment, when you committed a crime, you are deemed a slave. And I was enslaved by New York State for three and a half years. So I know all about slavery. And um, I can tell you personally that I see governors using tactics that I've actually had wardens and sergeants use on me. Um, I've seen the fear tactic getting your sale. Basically, the way that people run prisons is the way society is being ran right now. And I can tell you that honestly, cause I have been to prison. So I know when I, I know when I see something and I say, Oh, I just experienced that. So what people got to realize is they are trying to divide and conquer us mentally in order to control us. If you can isolate somebody psychologically, then you can control them. For example, right? Let's say Dave, I want to come, let's use prison as an example, right? And this stuff happens. I hope people don't think that COs are just innocent people. Sometimes COs are more evil than the people they, they want. It happens sometimes. Sometimes they're not, you know. But let's say I'm a CO, right, Dave, and I don't like you. And I want to give you a hard time today. 
and I want to come in your cell and I want to plant some drugs in your cell or I want to do something. The only reason other prisoners won't speak up on your behalf or the only reason other prisoners won't help you is because psychologically they don't associate with you. They already socially distancing from you. They already don't can't come around you. They already being told that, you know, you basically your identity is being made irrelevant. So I can do whatever I want to you because nobody in here sees you as a human being. So I can terrorize you for the whole 10 years that you in my facility and nobody in here will never think to help you because mentally we've been you've been divided. So that's what they're slowly but surely doing with the population, with the mask. They want to go genderless. You know, uh, all of this stuff as far as trying to delete sexual orientation and just saying, hey, just be whatever you want. What people don't see is they're they're making you no longer identify with the essence of being a human. So if I don't see Dave as a human, then I never have the human instinct to say, hey, are you hungry? Do you need to? We see it with homeless people. We just drive by and we say that's a homeless person. But by calling them a homeless person, we don't realize we psychologically are not, not identifying with them as a human. So identifying somebody as I mean, excuse me, identifying with somebody as homeless is giving us the psychological excuse to not aid them as a human being is how we should. And so. That is what they're doing slowly but surely. They're corroding our relationship with each other through society. First, they did it with racism in order to make nobody like anybody. White people don't like black people. Black people don't like white people. Spanish people don't like black or white people. White and black people don't like Spanish people. Boom, that's the divide. Then now that they got the divide, now your parents shouldn't tell you what to do. If you're young, go outside and party and be reckless. Listen to these celebrities. Now they got the, now they got the households fighting. And then the households can't really come outside and ask each other for advice because if your neighbor is another race, we don't like each other. So we can't help each other. We can't give each other advice. We can't come to solutions in our own household. Your parents is fighting with the kids. The kids is fighting with the parents. Now we got chaos. And so we at the point where we are in a prison. We just not being told to lock in the cell. We just being told to not come out, not come outside at the curfew. But if your mind is enslaved, you are incarcerated and you don't have to be physically incarcerated to be in to be in jail and you know that's basically where we're at and then next step is mandatory vaccination uh you know artificial intelligence enslavement enslavement say hello to communist china and you know those are the next steps and by the time we realize we got to come together we won't be able to do it because we won't know who our allies are because we don't have we won't psychologically be able to identify allies in or outside of our own homes. Yeah, and you know, it reminds me a lot of what they've been doing to Trump supporters for the last three, four years is there's a MAGA hat. That's a Nazi sign, right? Or right. if you're a supporter right. of Trump, you're, exactly, it's, it's, it's furthering the division and it's setting it up for this big wrecking ball, which is about to come out, I believe, is that Trump's going to win the presidency again and Biden did not win. Yeah, it almost feels like it's like a game plan. It seems like to me, just looking at it, like the Democrats know they're going to lose. Yes. So what what can we do to fuck everything up? Exactly. So let's let's tell everybody Biden won so that they're literally dancing in the street, not caring about COVID, mind you. They're uh, literally drinking off the same bottles. Uh, They're dancing in the street. And then when and if, you know, if, but I'm sure when Trump wins, the disbelief is going to be so insane they're they're literally going to burn down cities yeah. again because yeah. we're we're by Portland, man. I mean, Portland is a fucking mess, dude. 
So I know we're gonna see. I know we're gonna see some serious damage. Yeah, it's gonna get bad. I think it's a plan. I totally agree, and that is the plan, and it's gonna partially work because people are retarded. And my main <laughs> my main thing right now is I'm trying to get as much information out as fast as I can. So at least when at least if we can counteract that plan or neutralize that plan from the level of being citizens, you know, then. You know, that's that's our job. I feel like I can't sit here as a man and watch Donald Trump fight for this country, whether you black, white. I don't care whether you like the man or not. He's literally putting his life on the line for you. And I feel like I can't watch that man fight and not help. And I have to help at the level that I'm at. And so since I'm an Internet, you know, person and I have a a platform, I'm using my platform to help as much as I can. And that's what I don't want to see. I don't want to see people destroy this country because they're stupid. And I'm not going to use, I'm using that. You're stupid. If you let the TV tell you to go outside and do something, you're stupid. You don't know the person on the TV. You never met them. You don't know where these people go when they get off CNN. You don't know. So I just feel like, you know, people, the, the general public has to take accountability for their own actions at some point in time. They have to grow up and be adults. And we have a lot of children psychologically in adult bodies. A lot of people become 30 years old, but they still 12 years old in their mind. They're not being ushered into adulthood. They're not being taught virtue, morality, integrity, discipline, responsibility, how to act with another man, how to how to how to treat a woman. They're, these are things we're not learning. We're just being told, go twerk, pick up a gun, <laughs> LGBTQ, Black Lives Matter. Do what you want. If a white person tells you the behavior is bad, play the racism card. If you're white and a black person tells you the behavior is bad, play the ghetto card. We don't have to take no accountability. And we just living in a, a, a undisciplined society. And the lack of discipline is what is allowing chaos because people feel they can do whatever they want. They can say whatever they want. And, and, and it's just it's like it's like a wild kindergarten class with guns. It's like yeah. throwing guns. It's like throwing guns in the in the it go find let's go find the worst pre-K class in the country with the worst kids and it's give them guns. And that is like no, skip. Yeah, yeah. And that is like where we are right now in this country. So I'm here to just try to talk these kinder these wild kindergartners with guns down and say, listen, y'all, it's almost time for snack and then we can take a nap. Just you know, don't yeah. shoot the guns and calm down. Well, I think it's weird because people are so selfish, like self-absorbed now, like modern culture yeah, uh, across the boards, right? Because, I mean, even like millennials and these younger generations, they don't want to have kids until they're well into their 30s, which is fine if you're not in the right position to have children, right? But back in the day, you were getting married at a younger age, you were having children at a younger age, which meant you have responsibility, which meant you had a house to take care of and a wife to take care of, and you were getting taken care of by your wife. And that shit's gone. Everybody just wants to, I just want to travel. I don't want kids. I don't want a burden. I don't want, and I literally think, like you were saying, like a 30-year-old with a 12-year-old mind, you know, or a five-year-old mind, that all they care about is themselves, man. You know, they want to do them. They don't want to care about anybody else. And then these people are voting, and and they don't even know what they're voting on. It makes no sense. Yeah, I, I... Morons. Go ahead, Greg. Yeah. I hear you. Well, no, I, I feel like people are looking for a direction, though. And that's why I think so many people go to you, Young Pharaoh, and they're looking at, you know, our channel is growing and we have other avenues besides the mainstream media. I mean, um, Jordan Peterson, Dr. Jordan Peterson, I don't know if you've followed his work, but he's a clinical psychologist who goes into the the realms of even just like 
psychoanalyzing the biblical lessons, just breaking those right. down from a just okay, let's look at this from a realistic point of view. If this is not, you know, a fantasy or whatever, you know, not saying that the Bible's all fantasy, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, but he looks at things and he says that during his speeches, when he's talking, I mean, he has auditoriums filled with thousands of people. And he right. says, I'll be at a point in my speech where I can stop and you, you could hear a pin drop on the floor. It's so dead quiet. And, right. and he's like, in those moments, I know what I'm saying is important. People are, are listening and they're absorbing what I'm about to say. That's the next thing that comes out of my mouth. So what right. is it? Why? What, it, what they are they don't, looking They for? don't hear it. I think Young Fair was saying that yes. earlier. Like, people grow up yeah. and they're watching MTV. You're saying BET. I mean, whatever it is you watch, you get this one take that's just force-fed in your, like, into your face. Now sports, which I do love sports, but now that shit, I can't even watch it because it's just constantly in your face, and they, they don't hear it. And then when people say it, they ban your ass for it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. they're, they're malnourished. What it, comes down, what it comes down to is science, right? Nobody likes science for whatever magical reason. Let's deal with frequency. Everything is off of frequency. We can be at a bus stop if a guy comes up and he wants to rob us. He doesn't have to say that. We can immediately feel that. We yeah. feel frequency. We all have an aura. In science, we call it a biofield. It's, it's your electromagnetic field produced by, by your muscle, a.k.a. your heart. And, I mean, excuse me, by the muscle in your chest, a.k.a. your heart. Your heart produces your aura. Now, information, right? Information. Information determines your inner form. That's simple. If you watch bullshit all day, you're going to express bullshit in your mind because that's all that's in your mind. That's all that's in your form. Now, me personally, I can I'm like an eyewitness to what's wrong with people because I will admit something used to be wrong with me. I remember thinking like an idiot. I remember saying I want to do some stupid shit and feeling justified in the stupid shit I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. So I'm being honest. So I know better than anybody how people are operating because I will admit I used to operate like that. And until you do what is called take accountability, you will never leave that stage. And people don't realize that growing up is not about going to college and getting a fucking master's degree. It's not about becoming a billionaire. It's not about none of that. It's simply taking accountability for your actions. One day I had to look in the mirror and I had to say, you do stupid shit. That's what you do. And you have to stop doing stupid shit. And until you stop, it'll never stop. But yeah. from this point on, it's your fault. You have to acknowledge that some positions that are bad, people put you in. But most positions, you putting yourself in. I had, to, I had to be honest with myself. I had to say, you know what? I had a hard-ass life. But this was in my control, and I didn't control it. I didn't have to hang with these people, and I chose to hang with them. I, I could have did this a different way, but I chose to do it this way, and I accept the outcome. Until you take accountability for your actions, you will never grow up. You will never become a better person. And it's that simple. And I feel like people are full of shit. They full of excuses. They don't want to take accountability for their actions. And they justify their own toxic behavior with media, mainstream media, because mainstream media says it's okay. 
Mainstream media says it's okay to start a fight with a random white person you don't know as a black person because of police brutality. An adult mentality says this person is not a cop. Not all cops are asshole racist. I don't know this person. The police is liable to beat their ass too. <laughs> and so I shouldn't be just fighting with this person. That's what accountable people do. But people who don't want to take accountability, they simply say, I'm toxic as hell. I want to do something toxic. And this rap video told me that it's popping to do yeah. toxic things. So I'm going to be toxic. And this is why t- toxic behavior is trending because it's not about people actually believing in what they're doing. It's in the, it's, it's people running from acknowledging that they're wrong. It's like parents who whoop their kids, right? Especially black parents. When, when black parents whoop us or whoop us as kids, the first thing they do is they say, well, you know, my parents used to whoop me and, and, and did it up and they bring up slavery. And I'm like, well, how can you not like slavery for them beating people, but then you reference slavery as a form of justification for you beating your damn kids. And and the point I'm trying to make is, is the justification for toxic behavior. Nobody wants to say, maybe I'm not mature enough and psychologically equipped enough to guide a child without putting my hands on. Maybe I don't carry myself in a respectable enough manner for me to say, hey, put that down. And my child just put it down because they respect my demeanor. So it's, it, it all comes from people not taking accountability. And we live in a world where nobody's accountable. Everybody plays the blame game. Everybody competes for who's the worst victim. And then we project all of our bullshit on each other. And we are where we are now because of those because of those tactics. It's yeah. sad because the victim card is I mean, that's everywhere well it's it's what the uh, i think it's what the deep state uses to exploit their plan right yeah it's like you were saying young pharaoh it's to keep everybody divided yep and when you have people divided you can control them right it's just that's this is that simple well do you like how is your message like when, when you're talking with your community how is the message perceived i mean we just watched your live thing, man. You were going hard, dude. Is that yes, like is that perceived well? I mean, do you get a lot of great comments? Do you get a lot of people that are saying, like, I, I didn't yeah. realize what's going on? Yes and no, but I don't really care. See, my thing is, and this is this is where we finna learn something from each other, right? Yeah. You guys grew up around a different temperature than me, a different atmosphere. People that I grew up around, they don't really use, I can use big words, I can pull them out when I need to, but for the most part, the people that I use, that I grew up around, 90% of the things coming out of their mouth is a curse word, and they're really, it's intense energy. And I'm not saying that they're ignorant people, I'm just saying it's an intense energy. If you grow, if I live where I, like where I live now, when I first moved into my house, my neighbors sent me flowers and a welcome card. When I tell you I have never had somebody do that for me in my life, Ever. And I felt like, damn, my neighbors, even if my, I don't know, you could be a serial killer. I don't know. <laughs> but I, I like, damn, you took it, you know, you took time out your day to make me feel welcome. Yeah. I, I have lived in the ghetto all my life. I've never felt welcome. I've always felt like, don't come over here, don't bother me, or somebody going to hell and somebody going to jail. Yeah. So for the first time in my life, I felt welcome, even if it was fake. So the point I'm trying to make is, the people that I'm trying to talk to, you got to match what they you got to match their language. If we go to Puerto Rico, we got to learn Spanish. 
If you come to the ghetto, you got to learn intensity. Our people, my people are under extreme pressure, constant stress. So you're not going to you're not going to be able to talk to them like, hey, everybody, Donald Trump is trying to save the country. That you got to be like, motherfucker, what is you doing? You stupid motherfucker. Put that down, bitch. Because that's what they that's what we understand. And so what I want to what I want, you know, my message to be is I want people to know I can go talk to the United Nations and be extremely classy or you can send me into the worst community in the world. And I can say you better put that shit down. And so my thing is, my message is not going to be received all the time until people understand that even though I'm talking to everybody, I'm trying to save a specific group of people. And yeah. it's like talking to it's like you sending me to Chicago right now to talk to the kids. Then you're not going to go to Chicago and be like, listen, everybody, yeah. you know, energy, <laughs> frequency and rainbows. Nah. Yeah. You got to be like, you, you got to talk that talk. So for me, my message isn't always accepted, but I, I accept that because I realize that depending upon what I'm what I'm talking about, my message is for a specific audience. And yes, for the most, I, w- I would like to say it's an 80, 20, 80 percent. My message is accepted. 20 percent is not the only people who really don't accept my message is people who like to make excuses for their life. People who don't want to grow up, people who like being toxic. And people who don't want to engage in society. And um, that's really what it is, man. So many people, uh, so many people don't engage in society, don't even realize it. It's like we're not, what are you doing? You clubbing, you buying Jordans, you having excessive amounts of sex all the time, but you don't you're not engaged, you don't even know what's going on in the world. You don't you don't know the newest technology, you don't know, you know, agricultural methods that are being used, you don't know laws. You know how many people live in a city and don't know who the hell their own governor is, don't know who the, whole, who the hell their own city council is? Like, people are literally in la-la land, and I have to shake them out of this nightmare for them to come into the world. And sometimes you got to call a person a bitch in order, in order, in order to do that. So, you know, hey. Yeah, so, I mean, we, yeah, we, yeah, we call tactic. white people bitches all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? So when it when it comes to Trump and him being a racist, because I hear this a lot. I mean, I have liberal liberal family that voted for Mm. Joe Biden and they are asleep 100 percent. And now their their excuse is Trump is a racist. I mean, it's clear it's 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 there. And I go where? And I know you recently showed video of him kicking a. A person with a KKK shirt on out of his rally, he stared him down. He gave him the mean mug, waited for right. the cops to come pull him out, and then he would just talk shit about him. <laughs> and then right. he's also declaring the KKK a terrorist organization, something I think you've you've mentioned on your show. Like, why the hell has it taken so damn long? Well, dude, and uh, not only that, but then they went and voted for a racist. So, hey, Joe, Bi- Joe Biden. Joe Biden is a racist, man. Absolutely. But like, it's clear. So that's that's what I say is I go, okay, you had Obama in for eight years, a black man who'd never declared the KKK a terrorist organization. Now in comes Trump, and all of a sudden it takes Trump to do it? And right. not only that, but I mean, it's been around for, how long has the KKK been around? Long time. Since 1882. So why? Why is it taking this long? You know? And, and I feel like when people call Trump a racist, right, to be honest, I don't really care if you're a racist. Once again... I have I have been stripped. Right. And and, and I keep bringing this up because we learn from each other life experiences. You guys have been through things that I've never been through. So if you've given me 
advice. I have to take it because I've never been through it. And it's a learning experience. So I've been to prison once again. I've been fed by racists. Most of them COs are racist. But guess what? You still got to let me get on this phone. You still got to feed me. So my thing is, I've been around bloods. I've been around crips. I've been around patias. I've been around. I've been around people that are far more dangerous than the average racist, you know. And I still look good and I'm functioning. So my main thing is, I feel like people are taking this racist thing too far because we act like because somebody's racist, they're automatically a threat. You know what I'm saying? Every every gangbanger ain't no killer. Every gangbanger don't sell drugs. Some people just gangbang because they cousin gangbang, but they not even they play the game all day. So we act like, let's be serious here. We act like everybody that is a part of an organization is a threatening entity. And I'm not saying Trump is a racist, but I'm just saying let's be adults here and deal with racism as adults. If someone's racist, what is their threat level? What is their influence level? If you my neighbor and you racist, I don't care. I honestly don't care. We can we can live next to each other for a thousand years and never say nothing. I don't care. So my thing is, you know, once again, people want their cake and they want to eat it, too. You can't control the way people feel in this world. Only thing is you can control it is the way you feel. As far as Donald Trump picking that racist man out. OK, and I'm black. So I have to bring that up. I didn't grow up around white people. I have no clue why white people would feel Donald Trump is racist. I have no clue. But speaking on black people, I don't know why we feel he's racist when we love Donald Trump all our life. Before Donald Trump was the president, and I'm, I come from the ghetto, I'm telling you, we love Donald Trump. Don't let nobody lie to you. Don't let P. Diddy lie to you. Go back to all of the 90s rappers, the early 2000 rappers. That's all you hear people that saying, I'm the black Donald Trump, 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 50 Cent. They had Trump on G-Unit Radio. Donald Trump has always been a loved and respected black man, I mean, excuse me, white man in the black community. When people was talking about invite people to the cookout, Donald Trump was the first, he was in the top two first white people, we were saying come to the cookout. So I don't know how black people magically are just saying this man is a racist when we've had a genuine love for this man his whole since we've known him. So I don't know where that's coming from except for people following the media. But as far as Trump kicking that racist man out, right, I'm going to tell y'all how I perceive that. I respect Donald Trump so much for who he is because he didn't do that for me. He didn't know me. He probably still don't even know me. He did that because that's how he moved as a man. So I respect the man that I see in Donald Trump. That's like me. If I, for example, once again, I've had white friends all my life. When I was in school, for example, I had a friend in middle school named Danny. Ain't nobody beat my white friend up. <laughs> Ain't nobody bullying my white friend. And it's not to say I'm cooling, but this is my man. I'm a loyal person. If if I go to the to the if we if me, you, if me, Dave, and Greg for the audience that's watching, yeah. let's say we go to a party. Ain't nobody gonna put their hands on Dave and Greg. Or we fighting because I'm <laughs> I'm that kind of man. This is who I came with, this is who I'm leaving with. They go to jail, we all go, we all co-defendants. If they die, we all die. Because this is this that's how I move. So when I see Donald Trump and I see the way he moves, he's moving because that's the type of man he is. And I feel like we're not looking at men. It don't matter if you're a black man, white man, Spanish man. The key word is man. How should a man move? As long as Donald Trump is moving the way a man should move, a real man should support him. Donald Trump does not believe in a corrupt government. No man should believe in a corrupt government. What's the problem? 
I don't care if he's racist or not. I don't I don't care about none of that. Because for the people that are saying Donald Trump is racist, as a black, I'm talking to the black community. Half y'all is active gang members right now. You don't want nobody saying you shouldn't get a job because you're a criminal. You don't want nobody saying you shouldn't get a job because your cousin just got out of jail and you be hanging with him all the time. And, and you don't want nobody looking at you. So my main thing is, can we just deal with the template of adults? What should a man be doing? How should a man be carrying himself? If he's doing that, respect it. And I'm not saying I believe he's a nice race. I don't believe Donald Trump is a racist. But what I'm saying is, it doesn't matter if he's a racist. If he's a if he grew up in if he grew up around white people and he looks at black people a certain way, but he still does right by you, who cares? How many bloods and crips is friends? And we know that we know what it is with that. So let's just stop playing this game. It's like it does not matter what's in your mind. It matters how you conduct yourself with strangers in my house. I mean, in your house, you can call me all kind of names. You can have a picture on the wall of me that you throw darts at and piss on. I don't care. When you come out your house, you better do right by me. Yeah. Period. That's it. So I feel like people just need to stop trying to have their cake and eat it too. You're not going to like everybody that you completely meet. You're not going to completely agree with everybody that you, I mean, that you just now meet. You're not going to completely uh, love Every object that comes into your life. But as long as that object is not committing a crime against you, who cares? As long as that object is not infringing upon your liberties, who cares? And I feel like if Donald Trump, ending here and passing it to y'all, if Donald Trump is a racist, he's the best racist we've ever had. Because out of all of the racist presidents that have been in that White House, none of them have done anything for the black community, especially at the level of Donald Trump. None of them have come in and tackled human trafficking. None of them have come out and blatantly called out what we already knew and, and validated uh, what the American public already knew, which is corruption from the lowest to the highest levels of our government. So if Donald Trump is a racist, he needs an award for being the greatest Hall of Fame righteous racist to ever be. So I'm going I'm to I'm pass it to you all on that note. No, I actually think what's, what's sad to me is I, I can understand how somebody would think that Trump's brash, that they don't like his character. I can, I can get it if that's what you think. What, what I right. think is a disservice is this is a president. I don't know. I can't name another president that's done this where he doesn't tailor to the crowd that he's in. You know what I'm saying? Like you saw Hillary Clinton where she changes her accent a little bit. You know, she yeah. does a little more Southern accent. And then Joe Biden's doing this yeah. rubbing my legs and I hung out with T-Bone or whoever it was. Yep. Everybody panders and they, they do this weird stuff. And, it, and you know, I've heard like Tim Pool say it used to work. You know, back in the day when you didn't have a lot of video and that stuff used to work, it doesn't work. And Trump is just he comes out whether he's meeting a farmer or he's in a, in a city or he's in the, right. the south. He comes out with the same outfit. The same enthusiasm, and I don't know how the hell you can't respect that yeah, shit, exactly. even if you don't like him. Yeah, I don't get it. That's a man to me. Well, it all comes back to common sense. Common sense, what we're sensing on a common level. People are afraid to be themselves. Donald Trump is himself, and people don't like him being himself because it triggers their insecurities of the fact that they're not being themselves. Yep. So, once again, Nobody's taking accountability for the fact they're not doing the self-work. Donald Trump is who he is. He doesn't act like he's somebody he's not. 
and he's comfortable with himself enough to be who he is in front of whoever he is talking to. And a lot of people are not that secure with themselves. So they really don't like Donald Trump for the same reason they don't like anybody who's comfortable with themselves. The same people who hate on Donald Trump go to work and talk shit about their co-worker. The same people who don't like Donald Trump don't like their cousin that just graduated from college because you, you're insecure about who you are. And you're looking at this man and you cherry picking things that you don't like about him because you don't like that about yourself. Donald Trump, if, if we if we just unbiased. And like I said, I'm not. I'm like, I don't even know how I got here, honestly, because I'm not even that type of person. I'm not a conservative. I'm not none of that. I'm just a genuinely honest person. If we look at Donald Trump and we take away all of the egotistical constructs and we just look at how he how he moves, the man runs a business. He means what he say and he says what he means. That's it. That's all we want out of anybody. How could you not like that? And I feel like if people don't like Donald Trump. You damn sure not going to like me because Donald Trump is way nicer than I am. <laughs> He's way more compassionate than I am. And he actually cares about, I'm not going to say he cares about how people feel more than me, but he, he puts more thought into hurting your feelings than I will. Because if I was him, I would have been got on the news and said, listen, I'm trying to save y'all. Half y'all going to die because y'all stupid. And for those of you that's listening, come this way. And... Boom. And I would have just kept, you know, I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I am I'm believe in being straight to the point. But maybe that's because of the environment I grew up in. Prison definitely plays a part in being straight to the point and being, you know, non-tolerant. And then I'm always been kind of militant in my mind. So that's me. But I feel like if people don't like Donald Trump, you know, you just kind of like a pussy. Like it's like it's like for me, I like we, we brought up sports earlier. Right. Yeah. You know, why? you know, why we don't, like I used to watch sport, football. I don't watch football no more because you can't hit the quarterback anymore. So yeah. what am I watching? You can't, you know, I used to, I played safety. I'm actually really good at football. We love safeties because we know when you, I don't care if your fingernail touched that ball. When you touch that ball, uh, I want to hear some equipment banging. <laughs> so football is not even what it, everything is toned down. The it's masculinity and everything. Yeah, it's just being weeded out. So it's like people who don't like Donald Trump. You you probably never got to enjoy the classic Raiders when people was eye gouging through the face mask. You know, people was the, the lineman got blood. I mean, the center got blood trickling down his eye. You know, you, y'all never really y'all don't like manly things. You know what I'm saying? Y'all like y'all like, you know, LGBTQ things. No disrespect to them, but y'all <laughs> like those. Y'all like y'all like sissy stuff. I'm yeah. a, I like manly stuff. I like when a man say. Do what you're supposed to do. I feel like I'm around somebody that's going to keep me in check because that's how I'm going to move. So I feel like people who don't like Donald Trump, you kind of just a pussy. Uh, you're not really masculine and you like water. You know, you probably drink your alcohol watered down. <laughs> that's yeah. just well, that's what Greg like says. He calls like, them beta males. They're, they're beta males. Beta males. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you very yeah. much. <laughs> I think it sucks because when when you see all this stuff uh, that's happening right now, we don't have uh, results. You know, we're probably going to go to the courts. What's really a disservice, seriously, is that Trump had a historic non-white vote. I mean, at twenty six percent, that's preliminary, man. Yeah, he's made some serious ground. Where if you look at the numbers, I mean, they haven't been that way for a long time, and this is coming after. You know, Obama, who said that he was going to unify. 
but that's going to go in the shadows. You're not going to hear about that. You know, and it's it's just it's a disservice. I think it's a disservice. But as long as we drain the swamp, we can put we can put all them records back up. We don't yeah. have to we don't have to uh, shadow that. And my main thing is, I would I would like to make myself powerful enough to help good people around the world, not just Donald Trump, but anybody. I feel like if Bill Gates was doing what he was supposed to do, he could easily come to somebody like Donald Trump's aide and say, hey, you know, I'm going to use my money to help you drain this swamp. So, you know, I feel Donald Trump is the type of man that I will fight. I will fight with. I feel like the way that I grew up is real. I'm going to just say real, real men, real men. We come to each other's aid. I don't got to know one of y'all. If I see somebody trying to rob one of y'all, but you putting up a fight, but you can't really fight. I'm going to jump in that and I'm going to help you because I see the man in you. I see I see you doing what a man is supposed to do. You're defending yourself. You're not letting nobody violate. So you might be smaller than the person you're fighting. So since I'm a little bigger, I'm going to come help you. So I feel like when I see Donald Trump, I'm not saying he needs my help, but he's the type of man who I would jump in a fight for. If I didn't know Donald Trump and I just watched him for a day and then in, and then on on day two, I see somebody bothering, bothering him, I would immediately say, hey, nah, like, like take that somewhere else because that's a good man. You don't let you know, evil has to have a border. We have to be able to say, listen, these are, and I'm not saying, let me get my disclaimer, because I don't want the feminists all over me. <laughs> I'm not saying that the women live a certain lifestyle, they deserve to be abused. All I'm saying is, if you live a certain lifestyle, you're more susceptible to being around an abuser. So if you are out here naked, listening to you know, these rappers and Kyrie B and Meg Thee Stallion, you're probably going to be around a sexual predator more often than a woman who doesn't conduct herself that way. So I'm not saying there's a class of women who deserve to be abused. But what I'm saying is if we see a woman in her femininity and she's minding her business and she's taking care of her kids, we're going to be more quicker to tell a weirdo, hey, back the hell up. You know what I'm saying? Leave that woman alone. You're harassing that woman. But if a woman is outside half naked twerking, talking about hot girl summer and a dude comes smack her butt, I'm not really just going to be quick to jump out my tree and say something because look how you're carrying yourself. So the way that Donald Trump carries himself for me is enough for me to come to his aid because I come to the aid of any real person that I see carrying themselves right because we have to, like I said, we have to create a borderline for evil. We have to let evil know, okay, listen, if somebody straight past this line, and they come into your realm, you got them. But for people that's just li- living a genuine life, they're not bothering nobody, and, and, and they may not be, uh, excuse me, perfect, you know, perfect so much to say, we have to defend them people. We have to defend people who mean well. And, and we, don't, we, don't, we don't look for that because we don't look for that in our heart. You know, we don't look at ourselves and say, am I really doing something with my best intent? Do I really mean well? And, 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 and if we start to do that, we'll find that another. We'll be able to say, okay, this person may not have the money they want. They may not have the lifestyle they want, but they mean well. And we got to start to come to the aids of the people that mean well. And when it comes to Donald Trump, uh, I believe in his plan and I trust his mind. I'm just feel that I'm playing, that my mind is plan B, but I respect plan A. I believe if plan A works, put that man's stats up there. Let it be known that he did get support. I feel that me supporting Donald Trump is important because, to be honest with y'all, I was not, I'm not a person that just trusts white people. I'm going to be totally honest with you. 
My life and my upbringing and these Democrats, I know now I didn't know that have have gave me a mentality to where I felt like white people are just out to get me and they're trying to destroy my life. That's how I genuinely felt. And for me to be able to say I support Donald Trump as a non-conservative or a non-Democrat, just a genuine black man trying to trying to put my mind back together and reconnect with my ancestors. Me supporting Donald Trump would be like King Tut supporting Donald Trump. So the whole world needs to know that Donald Trump carried himself in a manner where he got support from Republicans, some Democrats, conservatives, black people and conscious black people. Donald Trump was able to get the support of a multitude of different mentalities. And that says a lot. And I don't want the mainstream media to slander that. And I don't want the mainstream media to have the people thinking that he's this racist man that nobody likes because he may not be perfect. I'm not perfect. We're no nope, the, per, the, per, the people that's judging him is not perfect, but we're striving for perfection. But in that stride, I see Donald Trump making a righteous decision. He's, you know, it, I, I know I'm getting kind of long winded, but I'm passionate about this because I feel like black people are so I don't know how we got here, man. I don't know how we got here. I don't know how the hell we got so ignorant and, and got so evil. It's like, how could you betray somebody that you see is trying to save your life? Like this man, could you imagine being Donald Trump and you doing all this stuff for the black community and we talking bad about you? We making memes about you. We basically spitting on your name and, and you trying to save our life. Literally. And for me, it's like, yo, you un. You know, I'm trying to keep my curses to a minimum, but you ungrateful motherfuckers. Like, it's like this man is trying to save your life. And I'm not saying he's a savior or he's a God figure, but he's on a level fighting that we do not have the power to fight at. White people don't even have the power to fight there. That's why he's there. So, you know, we ain't got it. And I'm like, how could we be so? How could we just betray a person that got our best interest at hand like that. And that's what really pisses me off because it's like we we just have a record in our community of being scumbags to people who mean us well. We did it to Malcolm X. We did it to Kali Muhammad. Y'all may not know who that is, but that's another political figure out of our community. We respect, we respect. people do it to me, you know, because I, I communicate with y'all. They call me all. I don't really care, but they call me coons and sellouts and I must be an agent and how much is Donald Trump paying me? And it's like, why? What what kind of it's a spirit? It's an evil spirit for sure. What what evil spirit is is fluctuating through the black community to where we are demonic towards people who actually mean well by us? And we support people that tell us bad things. It's like we only accept bad ideas. If people tell us to to go sell some crack and shoot a gun, oh yeah, that's popping. But if somebody say, hey, this will save your life. Get out of here. You know, we don't want to hear that. So for me, the, the passion is because whether Donald Trump drains this swamp or not, the issue of my community is way deeper than a corrupt government. We we are corrupt inside. And I'm, and I'm trying to show black people something that they only could see when they look in the mirror. So where where do you think this is going then? I mean, what's the what's the cure to wake everybody up? Not just including black people, but you know, everybody, what is, what do you think's coming down the line that is going to be the aha moment or, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, no, that's true. I feel the aha moment is going to come 
but we still gonna have people who refuse to accept it. And those mm-hmm. are gonna be the people who, cause you got people, you got like parents, right? Just like you said, you argue with your family. You don't gotta go into detail of that, but we all arguing with all our personal friends and family. I didn't see pe- dads say things to their daughter that a dad should never say to their daughter just because they supported Trump. And especially if you black. So we, we at war in our households over supporting Trump. We people getting kicked out. I know 16, 17 year olds right now homeless because mama said, get out. You know what I'm saying? Because you support Trump. Yeah. So we are destroying our whole damn communities all over again for having common sense. And so my thing is the aha moment is going to be what we need, but we're going to have to have a repair mode. It's kind of like after the civil war, we had the reconstruction. We're going to need a reconstruction. So I feel like for me, as a black person, what I want to be able to do is I want to be able to put myself in a position where I want to let every black person know around the world. We going to come together, but we must leave our toxic other halves. The people that are toxic, the people that are acting like they ain't got no sense. We're not looking down on you. We don't think we better than you, but we are taking accountability for our own lives and actions. And if you refuse to do that, die. I literally don't care. Go to jail, get life for a brick of cocaine because you listening to too much music. Shoot somebody and then get shot. I don't care. Uh, you know, go out here and live the life you want to live. Use your free will to do as you will. But you will not make me feel that I have to be loyal to self-destruction because that's not what I choose to use my free will to do. So what I just want to do is I want to be able to be in a position to say for every black person who mentally prepared themselves for this moment, I have a place for you or I have a something where we can interact with each other and build each other up. The aha moment is going to be beautiful, but it's going to be destructive because you're going to have a lot of people, white and black, Spanish and whatever, mm-hmm. who are not going to be able to accept the fact they destroyed their households. You got a lot of parents who said some things to their children they should have never said. You got a lot of family who did things to family they should have never did. You got a lot of friends who did things who did things to their friends they should have never did. And all damage is not repairable. And when it comes out that people voted for, I'm going to say allegedly, a alleged treasonous, pedophile, racist, criminal, mm-hmm. they're not going to be able to accept that. And you got people that's going to ride the the, the media's lying wave and the Donald Trump is lying wave and they just making this up to hate Joe Biden in order to justify their own toxicity to the point where they will destroy themselves and those around them. So I believe we need to be preparing for, I did a video on my channel, everybody can go watch it. It's called physical versus spiritual segregation. Everybody wants to physically segregate from people who they believe express bad behaviors. But nobody realizes that bad behaviors don't have a race or a color. Bad behaviors are frequency. So I believe in spiritual segregation before physical segregation. Because we don't know who to physically segregate from until we learn who to spiritually spiritually segregate from. And I don't really care what your religion is. We know what evil is. Evil has the same. Evil is universal. It's a universal language. So I feel like we need to be planning for an exodus spiritually and mentally. We need to be able to say, listen, if you act like this. And you think like this, this behavior is not acceptable. And due to the Constitution, I might can't chop your head off the way I honestly want to. So I'm going to just get away from you. So we need to we need to get a party of people like me and y'all too that 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 reflect our principles of integrity around the country. And we need to draw a line and we need to start looking at people like, you know, you are a piece of shit for the way you behave. 
And it's not just because Dave or Greg said it in there white. I'm saying and I'm black. Certain certain behavior is just universally wrong. And we need to start drawing them lines. So I feel like as Donald Trump gets ready to blow this open, what we need to do is we need to never forget what we've seen. We've seen everybody's true colors. We've seen everybody's ignorance. We've seen everybody's wickedness. We've seen everybody's lack of discipline. And just because the country, the, the government is no longer going to be corrupt does not mean that corruption is going to leave out of the hearts and the minds of the citizens of this country. And the people who are not corrupt, we need to get the fuck away from the from the citizens that are corrupt. Or, or, or if we don't do that, then the government is just going to once again become corrupt because those corrupt citizens going to become government employees again. And then they're going to become a corrupt government again. So we got to we got to drain the citizen swamp the same way we draining the government swamp. Yeah, absolutely. So how do we um, how do you think or what would the best way to be to break down the walls to where we can communicate with each other, not just on race, right? Like we're obviously white. You're obviously black. How can we have discussions going forward where people aren't offended and we do look at intent because we have been called racist for making comments, which we try to avoid. Like we're obviously not black. We don't want to try to act like we know what's going on in the black community, but we, we have opinions, you know, and we get called yeah, a racist. Yeah. And how, how are you supposed to break those walls down to where we can have legitimate conversations, try to see each other's side and try to understand too, that it's, it's not in ill will that we're having this discussion. Like we want, we're curious and we need to figure out a, a solution. How do we do that going forward? My methodology and my answer to that would not be appropriate according to the constitution. I would have to have my own country and then answer that question, to be honest. And the reason that I say, the reason that I say that is because I know what's in people's hearts and minds because I've been around the most. Let me bring up prison again. Right. We're going to be a point of reference all night. All right. I've seen gang members cut each other in prison for nothing. Nothing. It's not the point. And, and they, they be like, you know, the F the police, the police. Is 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 committing. I'm not saying the police is innocent, but compared to what criminal what convicts are just doing to each other, you can't you don't even deserve to say racism. So my thing is, that's the same thing going on with the general public. And what people don't realize is you can't talk to these people once you've been once you've been embraced by your own evil for so long. Only you can bring you out of that. See, I'm a mature adult. A lot of people are evil children in adult bodies. You can't tell no evil child about you right now, Dave. If you said, young Pharaoh, I believe that the black community is destroying itself right now by selling drugs and killing each other. I wouldn't be like, hey, you ain't black. You can't say that. No. You know why? Because it's a such thing as science. And it's a such thing as called observatory learning. If I go to the jungle and I say, oh, jaguars are killing smaller animals because they're bigger and they're predators. J- the animals couldn't say, well, you don't get to say that because you don't live. <laughs> no, that's what I'm observing. That's so a good point. It's called common sense. It's called being an adult. We're not dealing with adults. We're dealing with people that are trapped in their childhood traumas and their childhood traumas have become demons. Yeah. And these demons live inside their adult vessels. And we are not dealing with psychology properly because the psychologists have turned their back on the people. So what I'm saying is something that any real psychologist would tell you. 
if probably they wasn't being paid by the deep state to turn your boy into a girl. But my thing is, we are dealing with people who are brain dead. Let me drop some science. The average genius megahertz brain frequency is from 80 to 90 megahertz. But your, the megahertz frequency of your brain at any given time should never be below 72 megahertz. You can die mentally. Like the physical process of death literally begins at 25 megahertz. You lower your brain frequency through what you eat, through what you watch, but mainly through how you behave. We have a country full of people who are literally on 25 megahertz frequency. They literally one frequency from a coma and five frequencies from being dead. These people are the living dead. Mm. And this is what the satanic cabal is playing on the dead. They keep these people dead because they're Satanists. So it's, it's basically like if an occultic witchcraft practitioner became a scientist. That is what we're dealing with. An evil scientist who happens to be a Satanist. So these people are done. And it's just what we have to accept. A lot of people in this country are wrote off. Now we have to ask ourselves, do we go out there and just mow down the zombies with a chopper? <laughs> or do we go to the part of the city where it ain't no zombies at? So we got to treat the world like it's resident evil. And my thing is, okay, it would be, I mean, I wouldn't mind it, but it would be unconstitutional to go down, to go out here and just say, you're not going to never get your life together. So you got to go. Yeah. You can't do that. But what I can do is say, you better not come over here where I'm at because you are acting like an asshole and you refuse to grow up. So I think that's what we need to do. And, and, and then on top of that, people, people like me and you or people of our race or different races, we need to respect each other's free will. Mm -hmm. If you don't ask me for information, I won't give it to you. I don't I, I couldn't run up on you just talking about slavery out of the blue. If you don't ask to have that conversation, why are we having that conversation? Now, if something is affecting me from slavery, I'll bring it to your attention. And if it's something you can do, I'm pretty sure you'll do it. If it's something we got to go to court for, we'll go to court. But for me to just be running up and to be starting arguments with you about shit that you're not even on mentally, I'm not respecting your free will. So I think we need to totally reconstruct the platform of how we deal with strangers when we come out the house. Stop bringing things into people's lives that they're not asking for. If nobody, if, if a person is not asking for a fight, you shouldn't put your hands on them. If they're not asking for a debate, stop bringing up information and trying to argue with people. Stop. It's so many conflicts that are just unnecessary in the world today. Why can't I come out the house, say, how are you doing today? Beautiful family and keep it pushing. Why do I have to argue with you about what I'm feeling inside and you don't even know I exist and you're not even going to remember I exist after we leave this damn grocery store. So it's just time for people to grow up and, and people have pain and traumas in them that they are expressing to strangers and starting beefs with strangers over shit that this stranger has nothing to do with. We, we, have, to, we have to realize we are all individuals with free will. If you don't ask me, I shouldn't offer. If, the only time we should offer anything is if we see it's a necessity. If you're thirsty, I'll offer you water. If you're hungry, I'll offer you food. If you need to know something, I'll offer you knowledge. If you're not in a state of need that I can sense or detect, I shouldn't be offering you anything. It's not hard for us to live on this planet together. It's not. 
It's just people are irreparably corrupt. And then you have people like us in that mix. And I can I can attest to this because I just came from a prison. I just came from spinning the yard with corrupt people, righteous people, and corrupt police and righteous police. And we all mixed in. So we, we have to create a border. And the border is, okay, if y'all gangbanging and you cutting people, cool. But these type of people, you don't bother us. And if you come over here, we, we it's going down. You, and we have to do the same thing with society. Same thing. For the people that got righteousness in their heart, for the people that just trying to live their life, for the people that just trying to raise their family, we need to be gun-ho together. Gun-ho. Gun-ho. No, no holes by. If you break in Dave's house and I see it, I'm coming in Dave's house. And I'm the neighbor. We need to be gun-ho. If, you, if I see you bothering Dave's kids, I'm bothering you because that's a righteous man. If you're not a righteous man... I don't really care what happens to you. That, that's how that, that's how society needs to become. Well, I think you actually strike on a good point because I mean, with modern day social media, yeah. there's lack of communication, lack of re- relationship building. Half the people don't even know who their damn neighbor is, and you can't have a conversation <laughs> more than five seconds, which is the biggest problem because everything that you're seeing on TV, the people combating each other, it's these one liners. They mm-hmm. they see him with the Trump shirt on. People come up and be like racist. And when you start a conversation with that, there is no relationship building. There's no feeling each other. I mean, you have to listen. You have to have compassion, right? You know, you know, Daryl Davis, right? Like what he did with the KKK. Do you think like that would have been accomplished had he went and just like you fucking racist, right? No, he he. you have to communicate with people. Most people are think are decent human beings deep down. And unless you break that barrier and learn about the person. That's the only way they have change. But they're force feeding us this this social media, quick yep. responses. Everything has to be in five seconds, or you're not going to deal with it. I well, think it's, it's it's a huge disservice. Yeah, and everybody needs an answer now. Yeah. Everything's on demand. I I want to listen to the song now. I want to watch that video now. And you don't listen. And you don't listen. Yeah, no one's listening anymore. And we can we can blame technocrats for that. If you don't know what a technocrat is, and you listening, go go go. You know, go go look up the definition. Um, we can blame technocrats for amplifying the mind abuse ritual of instant gratification. And the reason that that's important is because that that further de-escalates human compassion, as you brought up. I don't really have to worry about if my Uber Eats driver is hungry because I don't even see you. You just pull up and drop the food off. So I'm not really worrying about the process, the developmental process. It's like we can just go to the grocery store and grab what we want. So we're not really worrying about, damn, was the farmer who farmed this hungry? Did he have enough to feed his family? We don't really care because we live in a world where, you know, even sex, we don't have to really ask a woman or get to know a woman or excuse me, get to know a woman's mind or the way she feels. We can literally just go pay for some vagina and I don't got to really ask you your name. So instant gratification is killing the, the, the humanoid connection. We are killing what makes us human by being babied because children want instant gratification children don't children don't even got to be thirsty they can get some juice every can get some juice and you got to teach them out of that like no you can't just have juice all the time whether we broke or we rich because that's just not the way life works there's a developmental process and once again everybody in this country is a grown-ass child they think they're supposed to get what they want now if they can't get it now they could throw a fit and we don't have human compassion because we're not seeing 
the developmental process. We're not seeing, uh, like you said, interaction. Kids, kids don't even play outside no more. Like we 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 used to complain about, damn, a baseball came through the window and bust the window. Now I would give anything for a baseball to come through this window, because at least I know kids is outside being kids. Now they in the house playing Grand Theft Auto and just learning how to become serial killers. So it's like the, the, these technocrats yeah. are using technology to manipulate our brains. For those of you who may not know what dopamine is, let me explain. Dopamine is probably the most important chemical emitted in your body. If not, it's in the top three. Dopamine has a, a high, you know, a high list of effects on the body. But I'm just going to deal with two, reward and pleasure. Dopamine is released when you commit an action that you psychologically agree with. Keyword that you psychologically agree with. It doesn't have to be right or wrong. You just have to tell yourself you enjoy doing this. And the neurons in your brain actually recode themselves according to your behavior. This is why it takes 21 days to break a bad habit because it takes 21 days for the neurons in your brain to recompute the way they're going to release dopamine according to your new behavior. So what's happening is you are being addicted to dope, which is the chemical in your brain. You are being rewarded and being afforded pleasure through your own bad behavior because you are neurologically being influenced by your own self to do the stupid shit that you agree with. So, all of the food that we eat, all of the video games, all of the stuff that we watch on TV, the idiots that we hang around, as long as we keep telling ourselves that this is okay, our literal nervous system is going to tell us to commit that hate that behavior in order to feel good. So what the human so what the general public once again doesn't realize is you are stupid and the people that are manipulating you are smarter than you. And they have technology. So these technocrat Facebook people that are tracking your algorithm and got stuff coming down that they know you like, they are playing on your brain chemistry. And we don't read. If the if a word got more than five letters in it, we, we terrify. We close the damn book. <laughs> yeah. And so we don't realize that we are addicted to our own lack of discipline. We are addicted to our own de demons, as I call them, you know, your inner demons are the things that you are doing wrong that you know you should stop, but you don't to be a long to make a long story short. You know, you should work out and you ain't working out and, you know, you, and, and that's bothering you. That's your demon. So the way you kill that demon is go go goddamn job. Simple. Yep. So my thing is the things that we are doing negatively, but being rewarded for. We are make we are programming ourselves to be addicted to that behavior. And we have a nation of people who won't stop going to the club to save their life, to won't stop blowing their money to uh, I mean, who, who won't stop creating children, but not creating family. I don't care if you have a thousand kids. You should be taking care of a thousand kids. We, we, yeah, we have a nation of people who won't stop playing the game. And I play the game, but not all goddamn day. I probably play the game. Once every week. And that's if I ain't got nothing to do. We have a nation of people who are addicted to their own evil and they're blaming everybody else. Like you said, with the racist Trump shirt in the one liners, we, we are we are we, we living inside of ourselves and we're afraid to come out. And, and I've personally done rallies with Trump supporters. And I can tell you firsthand. 
I don't. I didn't get a whiff of racism. So if they was, right, I didn't get. I just y'all probably remember this shirt from the yeah. video that went viral on Washington D.C. That was me yep. and my followers out that there with huge, a bunch of white people. That was huge. Yeah, and it was love. It wasn't no. We would have jumped somebody together out there. To be totally honest with you, that's how unified we were. We would have jumped you out there if you would have acted up. So it's like y'all just addicted to the chaos in your own mind, and you have to do the self work. Donald Trump is externally draining the cover the, the corruption within the government. But the true source of corruption is always in our own minds. When you entertain bad ideas and you entertain an idea is a seed and the behavior is the growing tree and the effect is the fruit that is born from the tree. As long as you entertain bad ideas, you are planting evil seeds in your own life. And we have to discipline our minds to be able to say, that is a bad idea. And I don't really care if I feel justified. I don't care if it makes me feel good. On a universal scale, this is wrong. This is bad. So until we learn to conquer our own minds, I don't think people should be projecting, you know, on Trump or anybody. I think humans right now should be focused on detoxifying their own beings. If that is not a person's number one goal, I really don't really care about how they feel about Trump or anybody, because I can find everything you said about Trump in you probably at a 10 times rate. <laughs> yeah, no, I, dude, I agree 100% because going into the future, this isn't about Trump. This isn't, a, this is about who is going to replace Trump, who's going to replace the government. Yeah, we can drain the government all day long. We have to drain the community, right? You have to drain the evil out of the community, get your community set, because like you said, your community will raise to become the fruit of your next government, right? That we seen it raise. <laughs> so, so what do you think? Um, you know, like going forward, let's hypothetical. I think Trump is going to win this election. I think there's so much proof of fraud. I think there's so much proof of data issues, and the numbers are bullshit. I mean, straight up bullshit. The it, it, there's too much. I think Trump's going to win. However, if he didn't win fairly. What kind of presidency do you think Biden brings to the table? Like, what kind of America do you see if, unfortunately, we have a, a Joe Biden as president? Like, with race or anything else? Artificially intelligent enslavement. 5G will be rolled out everywhere. Everybody's going to accept 5G because they're lazy as hell. And uh, they don't realize technology is making you less of a human, not more of a human. And so we are so lazy, we're just going to accept technology with open arms because... Who wants to learn how to read when Siri can read to me? You know, who wants to go to the grocery store now? They bring now you can just get your groceries brought to your house. You know, so we we already retarded. So the technology just enables that retardedness. And um, they're going to give us five G. The reason five G is important is because five G is the only uh, digital platform strong enough for AI. AI stands for all-seeing eye, okay, in case you didn't know, the all-seeing eye, the only eye that can watch somebody every day, all day, is a robot. Let's be clear on that. So they're already trying to make us digital slaves. They're going to crash the economy and then give us this savior for the economy in the form of digital currency. People don't realize that the digital currency is just a form of, monetar of excuse me, monitoring, so you'll never be able to spend your own money without the all-seeing eye watching. And then what you don't realize is this all-seeing eye is sourced and housed and homed in China. So really it's going to be the United States of China, not America. And we won't have a country. You have a couple people like me 
that is gun ho I'm probably going to die or be killed for trying to revolt. And then, um, you know, you got a couple people that will probably follow my steps. And then the rest of these lames and the rest of these losers will be slaves and their kids will be slaves. And the country going to go into the future. We're going to have people having sex with robots and all kind of weird things. Boys becoming girls, girls becoming boys. No more gender. And everybody's going to be idiots. Medicine will be completely artificial. Uh, you know, we already got nano. You already got bio nanotech where you got people like Bill Gates who will use you as a human lab rat. And, uh, you know, you'll become a cyborg. So, you know, all of the stuff you've been watching on Sci-Fi Channel is here. It's been real. It's not a game. And Donald Trump is actually saving us from living in hell. And I feel like, you know, what is the devil? No matter what religion you are, right? We agree that there is a there is an evil entity that means evil by you inside and outside yourself. You are your own devil on the on the on on the platform of creating evil thoughts to ponder yourself. And then you have somebody outside you that actually means ill will. So let's talk about the external devil. Devil is what the word live spelled backwards. Lived anything that goes oppositional to the universe or to nature or to righteousness is the devil. So we know we're supposed to water plants with water. If you water a plant with Coca-Cola, you're the devil because that's in opposition to what that plant needs. So these Satanists, these devil worshiping evil ass Democrats, demo means demon. Crack comes from the word proceed, which means rulership. The word Democrat literally by definition means demonic rulership. I'm not arguing with nobody about that. These people are Satanists. That's why they're trying to take the word God out of the Constitution. And they believe that they can do God's job better than God. And I don't care what God you believe in. We all agree that there's a higher form of intelligence that put this here. And they believe that they can use technology to supersede that intelligence. So instead of you going to get medicine from herbs, you can just go get this Bill Gates vaccine. Instead of you having sex with a woman, you can have sex with a man who became a woman and then got a uterus implanted with him and then give you a child. Because they believe that they can create a world better than the universal creator. So if you get Joe Biden in that White House, you are getting technocrats, kleptocrats, communistic Chinese entities, Democrats, Satanists, and pedophiles in a position of complete power to where righteous men will be outnumbered. It's like watching The Last Samurai with Tom Cruise. We all wanted Tom Cruise to win, but you don't have a Gatling gun. (laughs) And you by yourself. So that's we gonna we gonna all be Tom Cruise. Let's say patriots, right? I don't consider myself a patriot for historical reasons. For example, my ancestors never came over here and deemed this New England, excuse me, New England. I'm disqualified from being a patriot. Nothing racist is just a literal historical fact. That's like me calling you a Zulu. You're not a Zulu. I'm not a patriot, but I understand y'all ideology, so I support y'all. Because your ideology is still within me. So for all the patriotic Americans, we're going to be the first ones dead. If Joe Biden win, you best believe my YouTube channel is at the top of the hit list. So for everybody that's been fighting for this country, if Joe Biden win, get ready to really fight. Because they're going to bring it to your ass. Oh, you will be getting pulled over more than usual. Yes, you will be getting harassed by the deep state government and deep state FBI more than usual. Yes. You, your life would don't think you're just going to be a normal. They're not. You think Hillary Clinton going to let people like us rock? Hell no. So my thing is. You know, this got to be we got to we got to decide in our hearts, all the real men, how far are we willing to go? 
Is this just an internet thing that we doing to wake people up? Or if they really do, if they really try to rob Donald Trump out of this election, are you willing to go? What's the distance you willing to go for this for this nation? And I don't have a limit. I'm willing to go as far as they want to go. If they want to go to court, we can go to court. If you want to go to war, shit, we should yeah. skip court and went there first. And so my thing is, I'm not a terrorist. I don't want no chaos in this country, but I will not be a slave. And I know what's going on. I'm not playing dumb. I know about the space fence. I know about the, the neural sensors that's in the vaccines that's supposed to hook up to the smart neural dust that they've been spraying. We think they've been spraying chemtrails. They've really been spraying nanoparticles that we're breathing in through the oxygen, and they've been binding to our brains. And what they're trying to do with this vaccine is when they inject the vaccine in you, it's a small sensor in there that activates these particles, and it literally hooks your thoughts up to this space fence, and they can monitor your thoughts. So we're going to have smart cities, a.k.a. a city that's intelligent enough to not let you leave. A, a smart house, a.k.a. a house that's intelligent enough to not let you out. A smart car that's intelligent enough to not let you pull off. We're going to have, uh, uh, excuse me, what is it called? Facial recognition everywhere. Yeah. You can't go nowhere and know your walk and know your, and know everything about you. It don't matter if you got a mask on. A robot cannot, we, we're going to be monitored. There will be no Fourth Amendment. There will be no privacy, okay? And I don't want to live like that. I'm not living like that. And I'm not saying I want to be have privacy because I'm a criminal, but I understand the importance of being able to be in my own mind. What if I want to meditate? I don't want to be meditating in my damn house is watching me, reporting to Bill Gates about me meditating and how long I'm meditating. So it's no, it's just like we don't realize these smart devices are really slave devices. And it's to the point where if they if they mandate these vaccines, not only will you not have privacy in your own home, car, city, or country, you won't have privacy in your mind. Because go look this up if y'all think it's a conspiracy. It's called smart dust. Go research smart dust and go research neurosensors. Okay? The neurosensors are in the vaccines. The smart dust is already in your brain. And if you don't believe that chemicals in the air can get into your body, go look up how many women have jet fuel in their breast milk. So if jet fuel can get into a woman's breast milk, smart dust can get into your brain. So I don't want to hear that. And these smart sensors activate those neural particles in your brain and they transmit your thoughts to a cyber computer to where your currency won't only be digital. Your thoughts will be digital. You won't even be able to. I won't even be able to say shut the fuck up in my mind without the computer saying he told you to shut the fuck up. So wh who want to live like that? I'm not That's living like that. Yeah, and I'm not is, letting my kids live like that. That is complete anti-liberty. I mean, that is the most form of a slave you can get. I mean, yeah. you can you can't even think. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, like at, le so, yeah, at least at least at least I should at least be able to talk shit in my mind. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can exactly. tell me something I don't like, even if I got to do it. In my mind, I should still be like, mm, I take I take all day if I want to take all day, even if I'm hurrying up. In my mind, I should be like, you lucky I ain't taking all day. But damn. And it's like people don't understand that. And, and, and you know, it gets deep. We went through uh, stone ages, industrial, agricultural ages, industrial ages. And now they're trying to take us into this zenith technology age. But what everybody don't realize is all of these ages are just different stages of slavery, different stages of dependency 
that the government, govern means to control, meant means your mind, the mind controller has been convincing us we have to live according to. And the reason we're not paying attention is because of entertainment. Entertained by definition means to combine or hold, meant once again means your mentality. The entertainment industry, the mind confinement industry is, just, is distracting you from the mind controller, the government. So everybody just needs to say, forget entertainment, forget sports. It's all modern day Roman Coliseum. Let's focus solely on the government and influence this body on how we want to influence ourselves. And I believe that liberty should be the sole influencer. I don't agree with everything that's that's going on in this country, especially as a black man. But I don't believe that if the Constitution was actually followed the way it should be, it, it would be hard for us to get along. I don't I don't feel that way. I, yes. Yes. Slavery happened. Yes. I still got some wounds I need to heal. Yes. We still got to have a couple converse, conversations about reparations, if not reparations, at least let me govern myself. At least let me, you know, get my own police force and get my criminals out. My At least let me be some form of independent but that's a that's another conversation for when we get there right now i don't have a problem with the way the constitution was wrote the fuck up i don't i think it would work so i feel like damn is we gonna usurp that and and just let these people kill us because that's what's happening corporations and corrupt government have made a deal with each other against the citizens and these corporate entities have been using their computer programming skills to give the government technology to get over on us in return for policies and legislations that benefit them. And we just sitting here looking stupid, arguing with each other when we should be arguing with Mark Zuckerberg and Bill Gates. And nobody wants to acknowledge that. And I'm just laying shit on the table. I don't cut corners and I don't pussyfoot around. That's what it is. And uh, I'm not going into that kind of slavery. I don't feel comfortable with Bill Gates, who nobody voted for, especially me telling me what to do, what to put in my body, telling me what to put in my kids. That don't sit right with me, especially Bill Gates is somebody in high school. I would have put him in a locker. Bill Gates <laughs> wouldn't even, he wouldn't even sit at my lunch table in high school. So hey, yeah, you shouldn't be okay with that. People shouldn't be okay with somebody yeah. forcing something on you. If you want to take it, that's your right, but you shouldn't be forced to well, take yeah, it. Right? And Melinda Gates, his wife came out saying that the black community was going to be the first to be inoculated with this. Yeah. fucking mind warping vaccine and, who the hell knows? And, guess we, and guess what we doing cursing out trump yep we call the trump a racist when this man literal wife literally said we going to black people first like yeah. black the word he's not making it and it's like that what what's going on like what is really what's really going on like it's this is a deeper problem than public school like yeah. Somebody is really retarded. And it's not a normal level of 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 being an idiot. It's not even normal. It's like scary at this point. It's like they really did a number on us through the food. They really did a number on us through the pharmaceutical drugs. And you can see it. It's like and it's all witchcraft. And people think everything is because once again, pharmacy comes from the word uh pharmacos, the Greek word pharmacos or pharmaceuticals. That by definition is a place of ritual. And human sacrifice. Go look it up. A pharmaceutical drug, by definition, is a is a potion or a spell. So the word pharmacy and pharmaceutical, literally by definition, is a place of human sacrifice and spells. Rit R I T E is short for ritual. Right aid literally means ritual aid. They are these people are Satanists. 
And they are using modern day science to do occult shit that they do behind the scenes. It's like if I was a blood and I just created blood aid and everything was just red. And you would be like, damn, why did he make stuff like that? Because I'm a blood in my my spare time. So think of it the same way as, you know, as people who gangbang and put their stamp on stuff, but with Satanists. They putting their stamp on shit, but we don't we don't even think about Satanism. We don't even think about the occult because we don't care. We don't live around it. We don't practice it. It's not relevant. So, of course, we're not going to see it. But, you know, for that end, but we're not even researching it to see if we are exposed. So it's like we are being poisoned by geniuses who worship the devil, by lawyers who worship the devil. And nobody wants to uh Except that the country is being ran by the devil. And I don't care if you don't believe in the devil. These people do. And whatever the fuck they believe in, it got them this far. So yeah. it's something. I yeah. wouldn't give a fuck if you, if, I wouldn't care if people said it's an imaginary friend. Whatever Hillary Clinton imaginary friend is telling her to do, that shit worked. <laughs> Yeah, it's symbolism, man. Well, because we did an episode on uh, Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton, their voodoo. They went over, or not voodoo, but black magic. They went over to Haiti. They got involved with some black magic shit. I guess Bill Clinton didn't change his dirty ass underwear for a full week for like some sort of ritual prior to him getting elected to president. So he did that. So that way he would be elected president. Yep. And, but I'm, I'm just saying like, I, I heard a conversation where you were talking about adrenochrome and right. how they think that it gives them this ability to talk to some sort of spiritual guide or is it, what were you saying? Oh yeah. oh yeah, well, you know, this comes into the mind and the pineal gland and things like that. You know, most medical students, when you go to school, whether you're a registered nurse, a surgeon, a doctor, I don't really care what you are. When you read the medical book and you get to the pineal gland, nine times out of 10 is going to say, function unknown or it doesn't describe it your pineal gland is the seat of your soul and your pineal gland processes light and light creates physical reality predicated upon dimensions and dimension is just the angle of viewpoint so there is something called dmt the reason i have to explain is because if y'all at home don't know what dmt is you won't know how adrenochrome works dmt right which i believe i'm saying right is dimethyltryptamine Yep. DMT stands for dimethyltryptamine. It is in all organic things. Water, air, tree bark, you. This is how you dream at night because your brain releases dimethyltryptamine. Now, let me give you an example. We all have dreams. You can have a dream about Michael Myers. That don't mean Michael Myers is real. But your mind has the power to bring to life whatever it thinks about. This is how powerful dimethyltryptamine is. So you can access the spirit world through dimethyltryptamine and talk to actual spirits or configurations that you create in your mind. So uh, that's on a higher frequency. That's on a positive frequency. If you righteous and you on a high frequency, when dimethyltryptamine is released in your brain, you will you will be on a frequency of beings that are there. Now, adrenochrome is the is the is the alternative form of a catecholamine that they don't talk about. So catecholamines are hormones. Hormones, just so you know, 
are chemicals emitted into the blood to help the body's fight or flight response. You have three forms of catecholamines. You have epinephrine, neuroepinephrine, and you have adrenaline. And then after adrenaline, you have adrenochrome. Now, the reason that adrenochrome is solely produced in children is because children don't have the concept, have a concept of evil or guilt. Like, for example, if you're a rapist, right, and you rape somebody, and then they dad come and they dad finna kill you, even though you're fearful, secretly inside, you know you deserve that. So you can't really reach a pure state of fear because you feel guilty. Children don't have that concept. Children only feel love. Children only know love. Children don't know evil. Like, you know, that the, the, the story about Adam and Eve is really about children and parents. Children don't have a concept of time. They don't have a concept of age. And they don't know the difference between good and evil. They don't have a concept of knowledge. So the devil would be the entity that talks a child away from the advice of his parent. But that's another story for another time. Yeah. Coming back to adrenochrome, right? When you torture a child, okay, they reach a peak of fear that produces this substance. And then the substance must be extracted immediately. It's just like anybody who hunt and then, you know, eats their, eats their kill. Any hunter knows, they'll tell, any hunter will tell you if you shoot a deer and you don't instantly kill it, it's not a kill shot. If it run off, you can't eat the meat because the fear hormones went into the blood and the meat is no good. Take the same concept and put it on a child. If you torture the child and you allow their peak of fear to come down, then you don't get the adrenochrome. So the reason I'm bringing this up is because you need to know how this stuff is, is savagely produced. So they, they might slit the child throat or slit a main artery so that the blood is extracted at the peak of fear. And they do all kind of stuff to torture these children, rape them, set them on fire, put them in haunted houses. The, the most sickest shit that, is, that you, can, that you can't even think of is the things that they're doing. So once the adrenochrome is extracted and these people digest it, it bonds with your, it bonds with your brain chemistry and it alters your, your state of consciousness, just like any chemical does when you intake it, whether it's alcohol, weed or whatever. It shouldn't be that hard for y'all to understand at home. So when it when your brain chemistry alters and then, you know, the DMT in your brain is released with this and you go into that altered state of consciousness, the the fear frequency of the child is beyond low level average. So now your 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 brain frequency and your conscious frequency is now opened up to that realm and whatever beings are down there. I don't give a fuck what you believe in extraterrestrials, demons. I don't care. Whatever beings are down there, whether they're imaginary friends or not, okay, is who the fuck these people believe they're talking to. So whatever is down there is who these people believe, Moloch, Satan, whatever name you want to give it, or them, that's who they believe they're talking to. And they believe that through the torturing of children is how they access these beings as a gateway. So it's like basically in order to enter your house, you must take your key out your pocket, put it in a lock, turn it, and go in your house. In order for these people to talk to this wicked-ass, intelligent being that lives at the lowest level of frequency, which we call hell, they have to torture a kid. So this is why all these kids come up missing every year, etc., because they got to keep talking to their being. They got to keep talking to their devil, their Satanistic entity. So adrenochrome is something that should have never even been discovered, let alone the gateway to what we call the devil, the most wicked entity in the, in the world. The devil would be 
the most intelligently evil entity that exists on the lowest level of frequency. That's what the devil would have to be if we had to actually characterize it to find it. If we wanted to go out, if me, you, if me, Greg and Dave right now said we about to go find the devil. How do we find the devil? First, we got to realize we got to look for character traits. He can't just be evil. He got to be fearless. The devil ain't no coward. The devil got to like killing. He got to have a taste for blood, but he also got to be super intelligent. And the reason we know he's intelligent is because he has to be smart enough to hide amongst everybody. Mm-hmm. And then we have to say, where would the devil live? The devil would live inside you. He would hide inside your mind. Where, where, where is your mind? Where, what is your mind? Your mind is a portal between the physical and the spiritual world. Your mind is what keeps you between dream, dream state and reality. So the devil would be somewhere on the spiritual plane, but able to in, influence you on the physical plane. And hell would be the lowest level of thought that your mind is able, that your mind is able to hold and conduct. So by default and by detailed investigation of where the devil would be, adrenochrome would be the gateway or the or the key to the door of the devil's house because it has all of the qualifications for the most evil intellectual entity to reside there. So adrenochrome is something that hopefully we can erase from human consciousness, act like it was never discovered. You know, once we rid the world of Satanists, allow children to be safe and, uh, you know, banish it. I feel like, you know, certain things in the world should be forgotten. I feel like we should take certain knowledge and just burn that shit so nobody can ever discover it. I feel like we should just take the fact that adrenochrome was a thing and just delete that shit and just be like, listen, Greg, this is, it's like, uh, what's that movie? What is it? I know what you did last summer when they oh, hit that. Yeah. You should just be like, you know, don't, don't, nobody speak of this shit. Don't, don't <laughs> yeah. ever tell nobody that it was a group of people torturing kids to talk to demonic spirits and just let the world go on. Well, yeah. And I heard on one of your, your live streams that people expect the the devil to show them show himself as like this big boogeyman. Yeah, yeah I was just gonna say that. Yeah, yeah. but it, hiding I, is exactly what you're saying. They befriend you. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was to prove that he did not exist, right? And that's right. And, and, and yes, and people can't find the devil because they never found God, yeah. and, and people don't know how to find what's outside of them because they're not looking for it and find themselves inside themselves. Everything I do, I do it with good intent. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't do stuff with evil intent. So I found the God in me. I found the good in me. So if somebody tells me something, I can immediately identify if they got bad intent because I know what good intent is because I got it. So it's like, if you got a hundred dollars, I could never come say my hundred dollars is better than yours because you know what it's like to have a hundred dollars. So we're carrying things, not just physically, but mentally. And a lot of people are not carrying good in their mind. They're not thinking good thoughts. They're not doing things with good intent. They're not saying, excuse me. They're not holding the door. They're not letting women go first. They're not being nice to children. They're not, you know, I, I shoot a basketball with some kids. I throw a football with some kids. I'm, I can do that because I found the good in me. So I know when somebody is telling me not to do something that's good because I walk around with good in me all day. So people is looking for the, for evil in the form of Michael Myers is going to walk up and just stab you 30 times. That's not how evil people work. Evil people suggest bad ideas in the form of good outcomes. Evil people say, hey, Greg, 
I got a girl for you, but the girl got AIDS. But I didn't tell you that. And you you think you're going to have a popping night with a model, but I'm really going to indirectly kill you. That's that's how evil works. Evil yeah. is, hey, I got a way you can make some money because you're struggling. But I'm really going to have you do something illegal and you're going to take the fall and I'm going to make the money and you're going to go to jail. And I'm not going to let you know enough about what I was doing for you to even tell them. That's how evil works. So people people don't know how evil works because they never spent enough time finding out how good works. If you want to learn evil, learn good. If you want to learn how disingenuous somebody can be, learn how it is to be genuine. If you want to learn how selfish somebody can be, learn how it is to be selfless. I know a stingy, selfish person when I see him because I know how to share. If you hungry, I'm going to feed you. I don't care what race you are. If I got $5, I got $250 because Dave is hungry too. So we're going to both go in the store. I didn't been in situations in my life where I didn't been homeless before. I didn't been in situations where I didn't literally, all I had was $5 to my name and I brought a hot pocket in the guzzler and my man brought a hot pocket in the guzzler and we and we split the, 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 the 50 cent on some Mike, 25 cent Mike and I. Yeah. But that's my level of, of of loyalty and my level of expression in my heart. So I know when somebody means evil by me because I mean good by people. So people can't really identify evil because they've never truly, truly, truly been good in their heart. And when people start to honestly be genuine human beings or I don't really care what people consider themselves. This is 2020. When you start to be a genuine tranny or a genuine transitioner, whatever you consider yourself to be, when you find good in that form of identity, you will you will be able to identify the most evilest person in any room you walk in. So, you know, we need to, like I said, we need a mental detox. We need to delete everything we think we know. We need to throw 95% of school in the garbage. Yes, I do mean 95%. If it's not something you can use like math, uh, science, some history needs to go in the garbage. And we need to re- educate ourselves according to standard human psychology based off divine interaction with each other and no devil will be able to hide amongst us ever again if you if you want to bring the devil out of his hiding place bring the god out of out of yours and i promise you you it would never be another evil person that would be able to be amongst you and you can't immediately identify yeah see i think like what i've noticed you know the shift of like, it's not even about the parties anymore, the Democrats, the Republicans, right? There's been a shift where there's people that, in my opinion, that see the evil in the world. And there's people that don't see the evil in the world. And that's why you're seeing Republicans go left. You're seeing middle moderate lefts go right. It's because I see evil. I see the democratic party. I see Fauci. Mm -hmm. I see all these guys and I just look at them as evil. Because I'm like, man, you you're, you're literally forcing your will. You're saying things that are literally imprisoning people, you're, or, you know, or mentally imprisoning them. So yeah. I actually think that it's kind of this. It's biblical, man, in a lot of ways. You know, good and evil. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it, it's, it's, yeah. It's see, I don't subscribe to the Bible. I don't know if you guys do, but apparently, yeah. you know, I'm a I'm a I'm I'm one of these guys. So <laughs> no, hey, that's that's what you know. I, our, our listeners yeah. are, are well aware. Like we're not like heavy on the Bible, but we explore, right. you know, other different things. So, I like to describe it as higher, lo- higher and lower self. Okay. You have the light. Everybody has 
Because we think the lower self is bad. It's not bad. Your, this is why your root chakra is your most powerful chakra, because it got to be able to empower your other six above. So you're not going to never get, get to your mind until you get through your carnal self. So you have a light self and a shadow self. Your light self is you in your righteous form. Your shadow self is you in your unrighteous form. Your, now, that applies to your higher and lower self. You have your righteous intellect, and then you have your wicked intellect. Everybody has a, has a level of intellect where we say, I'm going to figure out a cure to a disease. And then we have that intellect that say, I'm going to cut the brakes on that, on that man gas so he crashed and died. Then we have our lower self where we say, I'm going to fight on behalf of this country. And if they put their hands on Donald Trump, we slide on Obama. And then we have our, our, our dark lower self where some, where some people might say, I'm just going to rape and pillage people because I'm the strongest person and can't nobody stop me. So my thing is, when it comes to good and evil, it exists internally just as much as it exists externally. And if, if you hide evil inside yourself, you'll hide it outside of yourself. If you can't see... It all comes back to what we said in the beginning of this podcast, accountability. If you can't see something in you and defeat it, you can't see it outside of you. If you are in denial that you have the capability to do toxic things, you'll be in denial that it's like it's like people who believe Kamala Harris was a great prosecutor. It's like you don't think this woman was an asshole. The only person, the only people who think she wasn't an asshole is believe that they don't have the the, the capability of being an asshole. I'm not saying I'm an asshole, but I know I have the possibility of being one. So I make sure that I don't be that ever. So I'm conscious of the fact that anybody I interact with may be being an asshole. So when it comes to once again, good and evil out, you know, it within and outside of religion, it's always right here in your mind and it's in your, your heart. See, I like Egypt, right? Not because, not just because it was constructed by my ancestors, but I, I like it because it's the most intellectually perfected spiritual system that I feel black people should subscribe to you know, outside of religion. So my thing is the heart, right? The Egyptians put the heart on the scale during the scales of my yacht. Why? Why didn't they put the brain there? Why didn't they put other organs there? Because the heart actually talks to your brain. It's called cardio excuse me, cardioneurology. Your heart has brain cells and tissues. It doesn't only have the ability to remember, it has the ability to think. The way that you think is the way that you feel. What's in your mind is in your heart. And this is why the Egyptians say well, you will never be able to cross over into the realm of duat with your ancestors if your heart don't weigh out on this scale. And if it's not light as a feather and if your heart is not light as a feather, then omit the deity that is comprised of the, the three largest man eating deity, deities on the planet. The crocodile, the lion and the hippo, then it's going to eat your soul. You'll be lost in darkness. And what that what that spiritual scenery is saying is. If everything you do does not have righteous intent, then it doesn't matter what you do. Your heart will never be light, light as a feather and you will lose your soul. So let's talk about one of the things that they say is the biggest crime. Killing a man. If you kill a man unrighteously, you're going to lose your soul. But if you a soldier and you fighting on behalf of your land because you're getting invaded, then, then, then that's righteous intent. So, so you can go into the land of Duat because you was a righteous man. So I feel like people are not whether it's religion, I don't care what you subscribe to. I, I choose the teachings of my ancestors. 
But if you subscribe to religion, Buddhism, I don't care. If you don't have righteousness in your heart, you will not have it in your mind. What's in your mind is in your heart. Your heart talks to your, your, your brain. Your brain then tells your nervous system to do what your heart told it to tell you to do. So your central nervous system is is computed by your heart. What's in your heart? If you are a wicked person at heart, if you are a devious person at heart, that's what you are in your mind. And people need to realize that the devil and God live in the same place. You and, and one of them got to get kicked out. And our behavior determines who, who who's going to be a tenant and who's going to get evicted. And a lot of us are behaving in ways where you evicting God out of your own self. You you watching crazy shit you shouldn't be watching. You're doing crazy shit. Your friends is crazy. They giving you bad ideas. You accepting these bad ideas. You falling in love with these bad ideas. You building your 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 heaven around bad ideas, which actually is a hell because hell is a bad place and bad ideas create bad places. And you are becoming a devil, and you don't realize that because you you looking for evil to be outside of you when evil is in everything is in you. Everything is where your soul is at. Your soul is in your body. Anything on that plane is in this body. And and what we express in these bodies determine what we get. And I'm going to pass it back to y'all on this. Behavior. Behave. What you be determines what you'll have. If you are being an asshole, you'll have an asshole-based reality. If you are being evil, then you will have evil. So your behavior and your psychology goes hand in hand. This is why I disagree with Western psychology on a lot of things, because it doesn't compute the soul in there. It takes animism out and, 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 it, and it makes certain teachings of Egypt or Africa seem crazy. And I disagree with that. But with that being said, we have to start asking ourselves about our souls more. And we have to start asking ourselves about our behavior. You can turn yourself into a psychopath. You can turn yourself into a narcissist. Anything you do long enough, you'll get good at. If you start lying to yourself long enough, motherfucker, you will become a damn narcissist. If you start doing crazy shit and then making excuses for the crazy shit you do, you will become a psychopath. So we have the ability to build or destroy ourselves through our behavior. And people need to realize that that is why you must have discipline. That is why you must take control of your life. If you don't have behavior, you don't have control. If you don't have control, you have chaos. What's the favorite thing Satanists like to say? From chaos comes order. You don't have control over yourself. And I'm going to create order in your life based off that chaos. So, so, so sovereignty is having control over this vessel, is having control over your being, and is being able to control yourself and control your free will and make sure your free will is always in your hands. And I feel that the Constitution is something that upholds and approves that ideology. And I don't want that ideology usurped by Satanists. Yeah, man. It's uh, beautiful. It's like morals out the window, family, you know, breakdown of the family. It's just everything. Right. It's where we're leading down. It's the path we're leading down, unfortunately. Yeah. I, I think a lot of people are seeing it, but we've got yeah. a lot of work to do. <laughs> There's yeah, a lot of work I, to do. I love that, the whole the behavior, you know, be, have, you know, know thyself yeah. act accordingly you know treat the golden the golden rule man i mean treat others like you want to be treated and vice versa so young pharaoh 
Thank you so yeah. much for coming on the show, man. I know we we had a solid two hours here with you. Is there anything that where you're going to be coming up that people need to be aware of as far as more marches? Are you going to be out in the public doing some more? Uh, I don't know. So uh, events, yeah, events. There you go. That's the word I was looking for. Right now, I'm not doing any events due to COVID, specifically because I know this is a battlefield. It's a it's a yeah. it's a silent war going on. And if this and since it is a silent war, you know, I'm like the the sergeants when they went to Vietnam and everybody was aiming at them stripes. So I haven't been really going around because I know I attract a lot of people and I respect the universal law of cause and effect. And I wouldn't want to cause. A lot of people come together and a potential possible effect be the deep state, you know, sends the government in to come bother me. So right now I'm just fighting as a digital soldier on the Internet, assisting Donald Trump as much as I can and, you know, helping to manifest the outcome that the swamp be drained. And then once the swamp is drained, I'll start to do lectures again and public speaking events. And as of right now, what I'm doing is um, I formed a company. Um, I, I am a CEO. I formed a lot of businesses, one of them being a tech company. Uh, I formed I formed a security agency. I formed a lot of things. And what I'm doing is I'm preparing for the expected and the unexpected, because what we need is to fight on all levels. We have big tech evil people. We don't have big tech righteous people. I would love to become somebody who could step in Mark Zuckerberg's world and tell him to kiss our ass. I would love to be somebody who could step in Bill Gates' world and tell him to kiss my ass. And so what I'm doing now is I'm setting myself up to become a righteous version of what the government has been using for evil. So if these people can have evil geniuses on their side, why not have a righteous genius on your side? If Hillary Clinton can call Bill Gates, why Donald Trump can't call me? And so that is what I got going on. You guys be on the lookout for that. If you lost your business, if you need a job, I may be able to assist you. And so I'm starting a lot of things, tech company, construction company, demolition company, mining company. I started a transportation company, barbershops, Nelson, everything. So when we drain this swamp, I'm going to be coming around the country. You know, I, of course, I'm targeting the black community, but anywhere. I don't care who you, if you white, whatever, if you lost your business due to COVID, I will be making myself available to you. And so that being said, that is what I have going on. I'm looking to become uh, someone who uses their mind for actual humanitarian deeds and someone who can become of aid, you know, not constantly. I'm not looking to ride Donald Trump's coat trail. I don't care if he actually never calls me, but I'm looking to be someone of aid in the land that I'm in at the time. If I go to Africa and the government over there needs some help and you need somebody who's legitimately going to help. I want to be able to have the money and the company power to do that. If I'm over here and Donald Trump says, hey, I got an idea or, hey, I'm doing something and I can say, hey, Trump, maybe this might help you. I want to be in a position to do that. So right now, what I have going on is me evolving myself into a spiritually, morally correct CEO. That is the greatest way I can describe that. It's amazing. That's beautiful. Well, man. I want to tell you, man. Um, I I know you. You know your time is valuable. I want to thank you so much. Yeah, we have a lot of respect for you. The message you put out there, and I want to thank you for keeping up the fight, like everybody's trying to do right now. And uh, yes, if there's anything we can do to help, I'd love to. I hope we get to talk with you again. That's that's what I'm going to absolutely. Gonna end it. 
Yes, listen, I'm going to DM you guys my number, actually. I meant to do that. I'll DM you guys my number. You guys can hit me up, even if you just want to say, hey, it's Wednesday. How are you? I don't care. I DM you guys my number. I got a lot of respect from you guys, for you guys. Like I said, probably before you even knew I exist, I sent you guys on Instagram. I followed you. I love what you got going on. I love genuine people. Same from me and my platform. Anything you ever, you guys ever need, if there's any way I can help, I don't care if you catch a case or whatever. If you need me, call me. I will be here. You know what I'm saying? You got to punch somebody in the mouth and need to be bailed out. I'm that friend that'll bail you out. So if you guys, if you guys need me, whatever, let me know. I'm here. I got a, once again, I got a lot of respect for you guys. And as long as people like us build, I don't, I don't know the word samurai style loyalty with each other. We won't have no problems. As long as we build a network of people who, even if we don't talk every day, 10 years will go by. I know if Dave or Greg called me as serious and, and I should be on the front line full force. If we can build them type of relationships with people that actually got good intent, we, we can flip this whole evil thing upside down in less than six months. And that is what I'm looking to do. And you guys, you know, I'm available to you guys. That's well, amazing. Nothing but love, man. Yeah. Seriously. And uh, thank you for the kind words. Yeah. Thank you so much again. You take care of yourself. <laughs> you have a good yes, night. Man. All right. Thanks Salute. again. All right now. Have a good All one, right. buddy. Peace, family. Y'all have a great one. Yeah, you too, man. All right now. Yeah. All right, how, how are we doing? Good. It's awesome. Dude, he's a beautiful human being. Seriously. I mean, there were a couple moments there where I was like, <laughs> getting ready to tear up. I was like, oh, dang. No, but like the stuff that he says hits home with a lot of what we need to be doing right now. Is Well, you know, we're, we're, we're me and you, Chris yeah. included, not yeah. as much. But we like talking, man. Yeah. We like talking. We like giving our opinion. We always have opinions. And, uh, you know, there's just there's there's people in this world that you want to stop and you want to just listen, dude. Yeah, absolutely. And I love what he had to say. And th- that's what's that's what's amazing about the, the movement in general. You don't have to agree on everything. Yeah. You don't have to, like, see eye to eye on 100 percent. Exactly. But and not even that. Start culturally, racially. You don't have to be from the same playbook, but you respect and you listen. Yeah. And man, I, I think he hit on so many things that are troubling with what's going on with America right now. Yeah. And his, the way that he can um, deliver his delivery, like he said, he can go on many different platforms. Yeah. And he, he's skillful yeah. at talking to people and getting the point across quickly and efficiently, right? Yep. So in that that is it's it's awesome to see that because I I don't know that much about the black community you know yeah. what I mean I like we, he said he, he doesn't have a lot of white friends I we don't have a lot of black friends not that we're not willing I mean we we're willing to be friends with anybody who has a righteous soul like he's saying yeah the, it's good to see him interact with the black community and actually see what they're saying you know what I'm saying like. His channel, like he was he was talking about, he he talks to a specific community, right? Yep. And I, I know we kind of have a specific community. Maybe we don't. I don't know. We might have a mixed bag. But it's it's awesome to see, just like you said, how Trump can go up to anybody and have the same freaking message, the same freaking talking points, yep. and deliver it and have your audience understand it and be like, oh, yeah, that's... Uh, that is important. Well, and it's good to be able to know 
who you're speaking to and Absolutely. what needs to be said. Because I'm telling you guys, by the time this you know this is aired or you hear this, if you go to his page and you watch the live feed he just did on YouTube, I'm talking, dude. We were sitting here waiting for him to come on, watching this, and we were just laughing around. It was so like he's entertaining. He's in your face, and he can. And at the same token, he can come right on here minutes later, and he's you know he he just knows how to communicate. That's Absolutely, hard, yeah. man. That is so hard to do, but. I just I have a lot of respect for him. I mean, there's 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 tons of figures. I'd love to have them all, but you, you guys, I mean, I, unfortunately, I didn't get to talk to him the second time. But yeah, David Nino Rodriguez, who we've yep. talked to, Enzo, everybody, different backgrounds, all in the same fight. You know what I'm saying? And it, it, the, the community, I think, uh, whatever. Have I got to tell you, the past couple of days, I don't think I said this, but the past couple of days have been just like mentally, just like wow, you know, I'm in the fight, but it's mentally draining. And you, when you have this conversation, it's just like, it feels good, man. Like right in the chest, you it know what I mean? In the heart, it feels good because you're like, not everyone, I've cussed out a lot of people, not in person, but in my head, I've been like, man, fuck this person, fuck that person. Like, I cannot believe this bullshit. You, you literally vote for a pedophile. Yeah. You literally vote for a guy that sniffs children's hair. That's weird. But there's good people, man. There's good people in the fight. Yep. And it, it's, it's what we really need to be doing right now is... For the sake of our frickin' future, mm-hmm. cleanse yourselves, everybody, and realize where your demons lie and focus on getting rid of them. And not only that, but look at where you're getting your information and realize if you're indoctrinated or not. Yeah, it's knowing the real enemy. Knowing who the real enemy is and getting it out of you, getting it out of your life. Yeah. It's all we can do, man. We, I mean, I know... Before we started, we had a list of different articles and different yeah. stuff. I mean, listen, guys, there's so much. That you, you guys are getting flooded with it. We're, we, we're going to talk about all the corruption, the fraud, if we had time. Yeah. But you guys have heard it, and it's not over. You know, like, none of this is over, man. This is just beginning, man. I, I think it's Monday. Yeah. Like, they're starting some stuff Monday. Yeah, I think we're going to get some juicy stuff by Wednesday. Yeah, I, I feel so. like it'd be more appropriate Wednesday. Yeah. New things coming out. But just know that there are people in the fight that there are people that aren't giving up on this situation, most people. And I think, uh, you know, I said it earlier, I don't even know if I said it on air, but I think Trump, you know, he's out golfing, man. And people are like, how dare he golf? I think, I think in his head, he knows what's coming. He does, man. And I think this is a, I think this is a setup, bro. I think he's trying to, what have we talked about? Exposing the deep state. Mm-hmm. He's done that on so many levels, right? But what's the best way to get rid of the, uh, the, the, the people that are faking it? You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, yeah. Put yourself in a situation where he, you think he's going to lose and watch who backs away from him immediately. Yeah. You've seen it. Fox News is all pretty much downhill now. Quite a few conservatives. Janine Garoppolo, or what's her name? Uh, not Janine Garoppolo. Uh, Janine. Uh, Judge uh, Janine. Judge Janine Pirro. Yeah, she got her show got canceled, right? Well, she, she got yep. suspended because she was back in Trump. Yeah. Fox has had a lot of fire under their ass right now. But it's other conservatives, conservatives too, because the moment that they sniffed that, Ooh, I don't know if Trump's going to get in, they backtracked. Yeah. And Young Pharaoh said it best, man. Are you willing? We talked about this the last episode. Yeah, know the line. Are you willing to like understand what has to be done? I'm not saying anything crazy, but I'm saying, are you willing to put your money on somebody and keep your money on that person? Because you know it's the right thing. You want to be on the right side of history. Yeah. And, and how, I feel like Trump is the right side of history, and that's my honest opinion. Yeah, you need to know how far you're willing to take this, right? 
you need to understand that where where all the possibilities are, you need to. Well, one thing I, I think I wasn't maybe said in that conversation is it's not saying you have to go out looking for that. No, absolutely not. But the point is, I, he said it. He doesn't want to be a slave to yeah. the system. If it comes to your door, are you the kind of person that's willing to stand up for your family, defend yourself, even if it means the ultimate loss of your life? Yeah. And I think that's, I mean, this is my ending statement. That's what makes Trump's base so brutally great, is that they, I think a lot of people back him to the death. Yeah. And uh, there's not a lot of politicians or people. It's the American spirit, man. Haven't seen anything like it, man. Coming out. I haven't seen so, anything like it. Anyway, this was what two hours and fifteen minutes we're at now, somewhere around a long there. One. So yeah, we're gonna get off here, but more to come on Wednesday. I want to thank him. Go check his stuff out. Yes. If you haven't, I, there's no way you haven't heard of him. But if you haven't heard of him, please go look at his Instagram, Young look Pharaoh. at his YouTube, and uh, leave some comments. Say you heard heard this stuff on uh, on our podcast. There you go. Yeah. Okay. You guys ready to rock and roll here, Chris? Amazing show, fellas. Great show. PardonMyAmericanPodcast.com. There you are. Where we go on? We go all. Sign up. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. Pardon my American... Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.